This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Friday, June the 26th, as we have less than a month to go till Major League Baseball is back in our lives. It has been such a, um, a happier week than the last... Many weeks uh, from a baseball perspective, as we have spent so much time, obviously, talking about labor negotiations and now actually getting to talk about baseball being played. Obviously, the announcement this week, the excitement, as I said yesterday, I'm I'm past the anger. I'm on to the excitement. And in that vein, you know, we next week we're going to dive into some actual Phillies baseball talk, really get into the nitty gritty and, and kind of preview, search preview season, think about the line, think about the team. Um, think about how they're going to fare based on the, you know, different rule changes this year, the 60-game season itself. But today, um, about uh, a little under a month ago, I did a um, – it was a Friday as well, actually. And uh, I, I had decided that I was tired of, uh, of just talking about labor negotiations. So for a day, we would think about – we would hope that there would be baseball – and if there was, I, w- I would go through and, and talk about one thing from every team that I was excited about. Um, things like um, Garrett Cole in a Yankees uniform or um, Francisco Lindor on the Cleveland Indians or the youth movement in Chicago at the White Sox. Uh, you know, just how bad can the Mariners be? Uh, Mookie Betts in L.A. You know, a lot of fun stuff. Of course, Joe G. and Bryce. For the Phillies, but I saw a um, uh, story on uh, ESPN this week by Dave Schoenfeld that I thought would be fun to kind of get us in the mood for a baseball season and talk about a lot of those things that were in the 30 things that I was excited about with the season, 30 plus it ended up being, um, one thing for each team or more it ended up being, um, but he had an article about the, the top 60 storylines for a 60 game Major League Baseball season. I thought it'd be fun to go through some of the top ones and well, as many of the 60 as we, we can in the time we have, but um, and again, some of them are, are ones I mentioned as well. Um, so I thought it'd be a fun way to kind of look at the whole league coming back and then next week we'll dive into some Phillies nitty gritty type stuff and really start to get excited about a Philly season that we, it looks like, you know, as of now we're, we're, we're going to have, which is pretty exciting. All right. Um, the top 60 storylines going to Dave 
Schoenfeld for a 60-game 60, 60 season. We can also see if he misses any here. Um, his first one is, and I don't know if it's in any particular order or not, but uh, Mookie Betts in a Dodgers uniform. We talked about it. I mentioned that as one of my, um, you know, the things you're excited about with the Dodgers. And certainly, you know, a, a tough beat for the Dodgers unless they re-sign him for, for Betts coming only for a 60-game season when they traded for him when they thought he'd get him for a full season. But I think an even tougher bet, uh, situation for Betts who has to be a free agent after this year when I think contracts are going to be depressed. Either way, um, obviously we're rooting against the Dodgers as Phillies fans, but it is going to be pretty exciting to see Mookie Betts in that lineup with Cody Bellinger and Max Muncy and, and you know all the talent they have in that lineup, Corey Seager and, and so on and so forth. Um, and that team is just so good. I, I think Mookie Betts and the Dodgers certainly one of the 60 biggest storylines, at least, I would say, for the Major League Baseball season. His second storyline, also one that I mentioned, just mentioned a bit ago when I was going through him, uh, Garrett Cole of the Yankees. Uh, the idea of Garrett Cole coming off the um, seasons he has had the last couple seasons, really among the best, if not the best pitchers in baseball, and coming in on a nine-year, $324 million contract. Um, that is big time. It's going to be really fascinating to see him go um, – and see how he fares in New York in the pinstripes and the biggest of spotlights with a gigantic contract. A guy who's pitched, you know, deep into the playoffs into October the last two seasons. You know, that's um, something you think about. So I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be fascinating to see Garrett Cole in a New York Yankees uniform. His storyline number three, uh, I guess, just a, a roundabout way of saying Anthony Rendon to the Angels. Mike Trout has protection. Uh, that was the thing I was most excited about with the Angels as well. We're three for three so far. Um, that um, the idea of, of Trout actually having a, a true blue superstar stud bat with him in the lineup. You know, when Pools came over, he was a little bit past his prime and obviously has, has degraded since then. Josh Hamilton came over, was terrible. I mean, every time they've tried to put a legit, legit hitter with Mike Trout, it hasn't worked out. And, and this time, Anthony Rendon's there. He's the right age. He's... Damn good. You know, one of the best pure hitters in baseball. Maybe the best pure hitter in baseball. You could argue one of them. Um, and obviously a World Series hero. It's going to be exciting. I'm excited to see Trout have someone you know, with him in the lineup who can kind of match what he does, and maybe the two of them can really try and carry that lineup. It would be fascinating to see. Certainly a 60-game season if both those guys get hot. Um, and then his fourth storyline is just Mike Trout with an exclamation point. I think we can all get behind that one. Uh, always fun to see Mike Trout play baseball. Um his number five storyline, the Nationals try to repeat as World Series champions. That is certainly something we will be paying a lot of attention to here in Philadelphia as obviously we'll see the Nats ten times. Um, we'll be competing for them for the division and for a wild card. So I think we would all like to not see the Nationals repeat as World Series champions. Um, I did say yesterday, though, I think um, I do think the Nationals, look, no one lucked out with pandemic and, and a 60 game season obviously but but in terms of, of grades of, of who the pandemic helped and hurt from a just a purely baseball perspective I do think the Nationals are one of those teams that they get an advantage from having an extra three months to rest after that deep October run you know a team that had never gone that deep into October really stressed their arms stressed their team to get there and get to the end of seven game series all that type of stuff um, I think it's going to be really beneficial for them to have that extra time to rest guys and all that. Uh, maybe just even the playing field, not necessarily like it's an, a big advantage for them. Just comparatively, I think it was a disadvantage before playing that deep into October and then trying to ratchet it back up. And again, look, that's actually something we don't know. I mean, in this situation with these shortened spring training 60-game seasons, it's really we have no idea how any of these teams are going to be after a layoff like that. It, it you know, really 
who knows, maybe certain teams train quicker, train better. Who knows? It's really going to be fascinating. All right, uh, number six. Um, how much will people hate the Astros? Uh, this is a, you know, a, an interesting one that we've talked about. Um, as obviously, like heading into the before coronavirus, heading into the season, it was the the biggest storyline in baseball by far, the biggest storyline in years in baseball. The Astros cheating scandal and the villains that they would be, the the true blue baseball villains they would be for the season. We expected them to get thrown at all the time, all that type of stuff. And and now, obviously, um, we don't know if they're going to get thrown at. I mean, that still could theoretically happen, but it definitely feels like the the anger from that has softened somewhat. It feels like you know. I think I'm sure the players after, you know, kind of this labor battle are more unified as a group instead of, you know, kind of wanting to go after each other, even though the Astros did cheat. Um, it just is muted by, by the situation, obviously so. Um, so I think it's going to be really interesting. I think we'll all still root against the Astros. I know I will. Um, but they won't have to deal with the visiting fans. I mean, that's a big thing for them, you know, not having to go into all those stadiums and have every freaking stadium they go into be a a real hostile crowd, so to speak. They're not going to have to deal with that. Uh, seven is how will the Astros hit? Um, you know, obviously they've been one of the best offensive teams in baseball for a while. Um, it is an interesting question considering, you know, the cheating and stuff, but they, they had the best average in baseball last year. Um, and there's been no proof that they were cheating last year. I'm sure they were. I mean, in some way or another, maybe in a different form. Um, who knows? Maybe they weren't because the major League baseball asked them to stop or whatever. Um, we don't know, but I guess they'll hit. I, I don't think it was all cheating. I think it certainly helped them, but I, I still think they've, they've got enough bats there who are or good players who, um, you know, but again, it is interesting. It's going to be interesting to see, like, what kind of effect that had. Uh, Storyline number eight, dingers, he says, which, you know, it's just that, that baseball has got to the point where record home runs last year and all that type of stuff. Um, it is going to be interesting, though, in a, in a season with um, such a shortened season to see those home run numbers. We talked about that yesterday. Like, someone leading the league with, like, you know, 20 homers, it's going to be wild. 20 would even be a lot, you know, that's so, uh, it's going to be fascinating. Uh, Storyline number nine, Universal DH. Obviously, I think that's probably number one on the list of real storylines now that we're just looking at the season. Um, we have to dive into it, you know. I feel I'm happy that I'm not going to see pitchers hit this year. Um, and I do think that it is important for this year to, to preserve people. I think it does make a lot of sense. Um, number 11, Juan Soto's next level. Another thing in Philly we don't necessarily need to see, but, you know, he just turned 21. Um, in the World Series last year, so, you know, I mean, he's a monster, so he's going to um, continue to get better, would be my guess, he doesn't look like a 21-year-old, I'll tell you that, he looks like a giant, um, uh, look, uh, as a baseball fan, I'm, I'm excited to see what Juan Soto can do as a uh, Phillies fan, obviously not, same thing with uh, his number 12 um, storyline, Ronald Jr., Ronald Acuna Jr.'s encore, sure, Another one that's just punching us in the gut, thinking about a 22-year-old in Atlanta who's going to be a superstar for the next decade. Uh, he had 41 homers and 37 steals last year. It was a, a monster. It is going to be exciting to see what he can do. Obviously, not exciting from a Phillies fan perspective, but baseball, obviously, a really amazing young talent, probably the next great player in the game. Uh, Pete Alonso, number 13, Pete Alonso and Jordan Alvarez in their sophomore seasons. Again, you know, not excited for Pete Alonso, but it, it will be interesting to see after the 52 homer season what he does. And I think Jordan Alvarez is a is just a beast. I mean, he's one of the most um, scary hitters I've seen in a long time. I think he's going to be just fine. Number 14, Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton. Uh, those are two guys who it looks like, um, you know, will will potentially be able to uh, be healthy. Uh, so apparently, Judge is still uh, battling a stress fracture, so he might not be ready to start the season. That's big. I thought with the layoff, he would be. It's going to be interesting to see what happens if they can get out there. Um, 
We'll see. So I didn't realize, but uh, Schoenfeld saying Judge is reportedly still battling a stress fracture in his rib suffered in September. So that's interesting. Number 15. Give it to me, Dave. Bryce Harper's second year in Philly, and I'll add to that Bryce Harper's age 27 season. Let's see what uh, what Schoenfeld said about it. He said, contrary to what one national pundit opined, Harper did not, quote-unquote, stink his first year with the Phillies. It's also true that Harper will forever play in the shadow of his otherworldly 2015 MVP season. Still, the Phillies have bigger concerns than Harper. That is true. Um, but I think, as you guys know, I think we're seeing a monster season from Harper, a monster in the context of a short season. Uh, number 16, and we've talked about this. This is interesting. Uh, the White Sox and Reds, quote-unquote, won the winner. Will it matter? Um, the White Sox getting uh, Yasmani Grandel, Yasmani Grandel, Dallas Keiko, and Garnacion. I don't know if i call that winning. Um, not really a huge win, but I, I think we've talked a lot about the White Sox and their youth and Yon Mankata and Eloy Jimenez and Luis Robert and seeing how that can go. I think that's going to be really fascinating. Um, his number 17, speaking of which, is, is Luis Robert. Um, and so he could be one of the top rookies. I think it's going to be interesting to see Luis Robert this season for sure. Number 18, Carlos Rodon and Michael Kopech return from Tommy John surgery. Sticking with the White Sox theme here. Uh, could have stuck with the Phillies a little longer, Dave, but we got three White Sox things you're excited for. Obviously, he's geeked for the White Sox. Um, sure. You know, Kopech, uh, one of the uh, hardest-throwing minor leaguers in baseball um, a few years ago, uh, was the main piece of the Chris Sale trade, and uh, I, it'll be certainly interesting to see Kopech come back. Rodon, of course, I think was the second big in the draft at one point. How about the other team in Chicago? This is number 19. You know, Cubs, quiet offseason. We'll see what happens. David Ross replaces Joe Madden and Madden of the Angels as number 20. Um, I think David Ross will be a pretty good manager. He's always seemed like that type of guy who sees the game the right way, has a, a real connection with people and all that. So I think that'll be interesting to see. And I think Madden and the Angels will be interesting too. You know, give them a real manager out with, uh, you know, Mike Trout and see what happens. Uh, number 21, speaking of the Angels, Shohei Otani returning to the mound. Uh, I didn't realize he was going to. He says the Angels are originally planned to limit Otani's innings. And if the season had started on time, we likely wouldn't have seen him pitch until at least May. Preserving innings won't be an issue now. How about that? So that could be pretty exciting. Shohei Otani, of course, such a thrilling player to watch with the monster bombs and the 97-mile-per-hour fastball. He's certainly unique. 22, Jacob DeGrom goes for a third straight Cy Young. How about that? Uh, You've heard me say I think he's the best pitcher in baseball right now, personally. Uh, You know, I think Garrett Cole's amazing. You know, Verlander's still crushing it there scherzer is right there but if i had to pick one guy to pitch one game for me right now it's, it's jacob Degrom, and look he's won the same back-to-back years i think deservedly so um he is uh really it's uh it's a bummer he's a mat because that dude is a uh outstanding pitcher on a hall of fame track like that type of talent uh number 23 mets he says lol or you gotta believe Mets fans always expect the doomsday scenario, and it doesn't help with Noah Syndergaard out for the season. But he says the team added Porcello and Waka and Marcus Stroman and Mats are there, and new manager Luis Rojas, he's leaning towards it. Gotta believe. We'll see. Philly's obviously um, going to be a main competitor. To the uh, uh, Mets and Philly's going to be main competitors this year. Is that um, it's such a tough division, the National League East, and it's going to be interesting to see how the Mets do. I do think, to be honest, I think the Mets line is pretty damn good. I, I like the way it shakes out. I think Pete Alonso is going to be a big part of that. If he can, um, you know, is he, is he for real in year two? Is he for real? For real? We'll see. Uh, 24, a lot of NLEs love. That's not the Phillies. Dave, when Dave Schoenfield in this, I'm, I'm a little annoyed, but we'll see. We'll see how this list continues. Steven Strasburg and Max Scherzer. Fair. Look, they're both great. Strasburg coming off that 
otherworldly postseason. It's going to be fascinating to see how those guys hold up. You know, those guys are, um, you know, have it's a it's a long run there. And I again, I do think that maybe the extra rest could help. I don't know, but it's going to be interesting. Madison, but number twenty five, Madison Bumgarner and Sedona, red, black, and teal. It will be interesting to see Madison Bumgarner on the Diamondbacks. Just. Uh, see him on a different team. You know, we only know Madison Bumgarner as a giant, and we know him as a World Series hero giant, so it's a real indelible connection between him and that uniform, that team. It's going to be really interesting to see him pitch in Arizona, and obviously going up against the Giants 10 times, that's going to be um, a lot of fun. Gabe Kapler's Giants. How about that? I would put that on my list of 60, Gabe Kapler and the Giants. Um, 26, are these guys for real? Marcus Semien, Kettle Marte, who was my Diamondbacks when I did my 30 things to get excited about. He was my answer for the Diamondbacks, I think. Um, a fascinating guy to see if he's real. Same thing with Lucas Giolito, who's on this list and was also mine, as was Jorge Soler. we got a lot going on here. Um, Jorge Soler for the Royals. Max Kepler for the Twins, of course. Um, home run outburst last year. Uh, Austin Meadows in Tampa Bay. Shane Bieber, of course, all-star game MVP. And the Indians and Mitch Garver, the Twins. Those are guys who all kind of had breakout years last year. It will be interesting to see how they fare uh, this season. Number 27, definitely for real, Raphael Devers. Schoenfeld and I, minus his lack of love for the Phillies so far in this article and really for the NL East in general, um, we're on the same page because Raphael Devers was my reason to get excited about the Red Sox. I I said it when I did that, that show uh, a month ago. I, or 20 days ago, whatever it was, I... Um, I feel like whenever I watch Raphael Devers, he gets a hit. Like I, it's, I know it's not true, but I feel like every time he's such a good hitter, it's so impressive. Uh, he says for Devers, the most extra base hits in a season by a Boston Red Sox player. Uh, guess what? It's Raphael Devers with 90 extra base hits last year over Tev Williams, over Mookie Betts, Nomar, all this stuff. So pretty wild. And then he's only 22 or 23. So. Raphael Devers is real. We'll see him this year in this AL East and NL East thing. Uh, Dusty Bakers takes over the Astros. That's number 28. Uh, I think it's going to be very interesting, too, because Baker is, you know, 71 years old and um, has talked a lot about, um, you know, coronavirus and being safe and all that, you know, certainly in the high-risk category. So, um, you know, we got to be careful with that. But Baker also taking over the team that, you know, the cheating and taking over for A.J. Hinge, that is going to be a really fascinating storyline to watch all season. Number 29, Josh Donaldson. To the Twins, uh, that is going to be fascinating. That was my answer, too, with Josh Johnson, that lineup. They led the league in homers last year. It's going to be fascinating to see them add Donaldson to that lineup. Number 30, uh, speaking of which, can the Twins, A's, Rays do it again? A's and Rays do it again. Uh, All these teams are good, uh, and the Twins, as we talked about yesterday, have the benefit of playing the AL Central uh, and a a disproportionate amount, worst division in baseball. Um, Rays... Won 96 games last year. They're just a really good baseball team. I think they're going to be really good again, and that's a problem for the Phillies. Um, and I think the A's are really good, too. The A's have one of the sneaky best lineups in baseball. I think Matt Olson, Marcus Semien, um, you know, they're they're good. Matt Chapman, they're Ramon Laureano. They're a good team. I like the A's a lot, and they always find ways to win. So, uh, yeah, I think all three of those teams are for real would be my answer to that. Number 31, will we see Wander Franco, the game's top prospect, of course, a Tampa Bay Ray? It's interesting. Um, I don't think we will but short and season you never know if he gets him at bats but um he is a stud and he will be a star someday uh 32 are the red sox really rebuilding that's an interesting one you know um chris sale tommy john chaim bloom trades mookie betts away new new stewardship uh look whatever rebuilding or not the, the team they have right now is pretty good um certainly good enough to compete to a certain degree this season with devers and bogarts and uh, martinez and you know they're, they're all right pitching could be an issue for sure um but they'll hit 33, will Cody Ballinger repeat his MVP? 34 is, will 
Christian Yelich challenge for MVP. If I had to pick one of the two, I would pick Yelich. Uh, I think he's a better player than Bellinger. And I, I think, look, last year he was on his way to the MVP too, got hurt. Who knows if he would have beaten Bellinger or not. I think he was better than Bellinger last year, so I, I'll take Yelich of the two. 35, oh, yeah, Miguel Cabrera. 37 years old, still trucking. Uh, apparently was in uh, great shape in February and all that, but, you know, it's been a while since we saw Miggy dominate. I, I doubt we will this year. Same with number 36, Albert Pouls. He's only four homers away from time. Willie Mays was 660 for fifth overall, so that's a pretty exciting milestone, but, um, you know, Pouls obviously on the back end. 37, is this the year for Clayton Kershaw? Wouldn't that be something? Kershaw finally gets a ring in the 60-game asterisk-type season. That sounds right. You know, it sounds right. Dodgers haven't won since 88. Uh, 38, is this Justin Turner's final year in L.A.? We'll see. Not something we're super interested in. Other 2021 free agents, he goes into the list. We know them. J.T. Romito, George Springer, Semyon, LeMahieu, Mookie Betts is the biggest one, obviously. So interesting names out there. Bauer, Trevor Bauer, James Paxson, some interesting names. Uh, number 40, Nolan Arenado, Francisco Lindor, and Chris Bryant have all been mentioned in trade rumors. What now? Uh, my guess is we're not going to see any big-time players move during the season. I don't know if we'll see a lot of trades, period. I know there's a trade deadline, but trades during a pandemic is tough. Um, we'll see. Padres' new uniforms, he said, can it be a, can it be a storyline when Fernando Tatis is wearing one? Yes, sure. Uh, trio Blue Jays, he says, Bo Bichette, Kevin Biggio, and Vlad Guerrero Jr. I, I mentioned those guys when I was talking about my excitement for the Blue Jays, certainly Vlad Jr. as well. They're young and talented. It's going to be fun to watch them. Number 43, Again, Schoenfield mind meld. My number one reason to be excited about the St. Louis Cardinals, Jack Flaherty talks. He asked if Flaherty could dominate again, one of the best pitchers in baseball last season, and certainly maybe the best in the second half, uh, other than maybe Garrett Cole. Uh, young Dodgers starters is number 44. Bueller, Urias, May, Gonsolin. They're so deep. They're so talented. So frustrating. Uh, his number 45 storyline is comeback players. He's got like guys like Joey Votto, Craig Kimbrell, Edwin Diaz. Okay. Uh, 46 is hard hit and shortstop. Sure, there's a lot of shortstop talent in baseball right now. 47, Oakland's rotation, an interesting one with Jesus Lazardo and A.J. Puck in there. Frankie Montes coming back. 48's an interesting one. We talked about it yesterday. Will someone hit 400? This would have been higher on the list for me. Um, I don't think we will, but it's possible. You know, that's what's crazy. People have hit 400 over a 60-game stretch before. Again, Chipper Jones did it to start the 2000 season. 408 average over 60 games, 409. Um, not likely, but possible. Uh, his number 49 answer is Luis Arias, uh, who he says will win the AL batting title this year. That's a hell of a bold call. Uh, number 50, he's got the, uh, Tigers top three prospects, Matt Manning, Casey Mize, and Tariq Skubal. Those guys can pitch. I mean, Casey Mize was the first pick in the draft a few years ago as a stud. It's going to be interesting to see guys like that. 51, Mackenzie Gore and Luis Patino. Uh, the Padres equivalent of those guys, uh, Mackenzie Gore, a high pick of years ago, really talented. 52, Tyler Glass now, Blake Snell and Charlie Morton. That Rays rotation is going to be a lot of fun. They're good, man. The Rays are good. That's not going to be easy for the Phils. 53, which rebuilding team could surprise? Now, that's a really interesting one because that we've talked about that a lot. I think there's going to be a team that gets off to outstart and gets in the playoffs that we never saw coming. It's going to be fascinating. Uh, whenever we actually do our season predictions, I will – Get to the, who I think that team will be, because I'm not quite sure yet, but I think it's going to happen. 54, which favorite will disappoint again? Exactly what I said. One of the favorites is not going to make the playoffs. It will happen. 55, who will win the MVP awards? He's going with Mike Trout and Juan Soto. Uh, we talked about it yesterday. I'm definitely going with Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper, MVP. Let's go. Um, not sure about the AL. Uh, I guess I'll take that Trout guy. He seems to do pretty well there. Uh, same thing with the Cy Youngs. 
Uh, he says, I'll go way out on a limb and take Garrett Cole and Jacob DeGrom. Uh, DeGrom three years in a row? Sure, I'll go for that. Um, I don't think Cole wins it, though. I think Cole, um, maybe not quite as dominant uh, in New York, maybe this season, but I think um, I think maybe a slight step back with the pressure and the money on that. I don't know, though. Garrett Cole's wired a different way. We'll see. I'll make a final prediction as we get closer to the season. 57, he says, wait, is that rule change about beginning X rings with a run on second base actually going to happen? Yeah, it's going to happen. We all hate it. We know we hate it. 58 empty ballparks. I think that's probably the number one thing on the list. No fans. Um, again, even if you're watching a Marlins game, there might be a few fans there. No fans at all in the stadium is going to be just fascinating. Just fascinating to see. Uh, number 59 is the TV ratings. Um, that'll be interesting, too. It will be interesting to see how much attention the game gets, especially that first week before any other sport is back. That's going to be a fascinating one. His last one, 60, a bit of a morbid dark end to this, but he says uh, 60, and perhaps the biggest question of all is Brewers pitcher Brett Anderson tweeted on Monday night, what happens when we all get it? And that's the fear. You know, you hope that it is manageable where the cases of corona are, are contained and it never hits too many, a team too hard or whatever, but, you know, it is the fear. It's going to be. That is certainly, if you're saying what's the biggest question about the season overall, it's it's coronavirus and how will that impact the season and when we finish the season, and, and that's certainly a number one question. But um, right now there's hope that we will have a season, and that's the, the most we've had in a while, so we're going to stick to that hope and ride it. Um, thank you for listening. Have a wonderful weekend. Uh, it's been fun. Getting excited about the season again next week. We will dive into some serious Phillies talk, really get excited about the chance uh, to see the Phillies play baseball again and see Joe Girardi and Bryce Harper. and It's going to be awesome. We'll talk about it. And uh, until then, everyone, have a, a wonderful weekend. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And until Monday, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.